Welcome to Great One Five, a YMCA of Rock River Valley podcast dedicated to all things healthy living. I'm Melissa Burns, here along with Gina Carvelis, and today we're talking about learning to listen to your body. Our guest today is Lynn Early. Lynn, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Lynn Early. Um, I'm a personal trainer, group fitness instructor here at the Y. I've been part of the Y for, oh, I don't know, eight, nine years or so. Um, I'm also a mom to two crazy kids. Um, I try to keep them involved in the Y as well. Other than that, that's all there is about myself. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Lynn. Um, We're really happy to have you here with us today. We're going to be talking about how we can better learn to listen to our bodies, uh, whether it's due to something like an injury or a surgery or just changes in our bodies as we get older, um, things like that. And I know, Lynn, that you've had some specific instances of this. Can you elaborate on maybe a few of those and, and give an example of something that has caused you to have to dial back your workouts? Oh, sure. I've got a lot of <laughs> instances, I guess you can say. <laughs> um, you know, my oldest injury, I guess, would be shattering my foot years ago. Um, I've also have had hernias. Um, I mean, I've had several setbacks. You know, it's, I just had to find a new way of working out and changing how I do things. I mean, I would say the biggest setback probably was shattering my foot years ago. <laughs> it was yeah, that, that probably put you out of commission for a while. So what were you not able to do anything for a while and then you gradually eased back into it or did you do things in exchange for what what had normally been your workouts well i wasn't supposed to do anything for the first two weeks um which was hard just that alone you know told to sit on the couch and elevate your foot and let it heal well i didn't really want to listen to that so i am um, not suggesting this <laughs> so i sat on the couch and i did bicep curls because i was bored but um that really <laughs> pushed me back more honestly because I was over exerting myself. Um, but after those two weeks, I was allowed to do upper body. I mean, that's all I really focused on. And it, it helped because I needed that feeling of working out. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was allowed to maybe sit in the chair and do bicep curls, shoulder presses, just simple exercises, which was a huge difference from what I was doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, learning to, 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 I guess listen to your body. And just like you said, you, you realize that when you did the bicep curls, even though it's upper body and your surgery was on your foot and that's, that's lower body, your body is still working really hard to heal itself. And so even though you think, oh, this, I'm just going to do bicep curls. If your body is working really hard, you're going to fatigue yourself. You're just not going to allow yourself to heal. And I think sometimes that's what has to happen though to us because we're just so used to doing things as you have to have that kind of setback, like, oh, why'd I do that? And you, and I hate to say it, but sometimes you have to learn your lesson before it really clicks. So I, I can relate to that entirely. Yeah. Lynn, did you listen to yourself? I mean, with the foot situation right away? Or, I mean, was it immediate? You were like, my foot <laughs> broken? Or did you just continue to work out? Uh, I did listen. To, I did not listen to myself right away. I should have. <laughs> I mean, I learned from that lesson. Don't get me wrong, but it was hard. You know, I went from teaching what 10 classes a week to being told sit on the couch and do nothing. <laughs> it, yeah. it was, it was a huge difference. Um, you know, I probably should have listened more because I tried to push it too fast too soon, which led to overcompensating and then leading to a hip injury. Um, and then I still try to work on that, you know, I think because maybe I was young as well, you just kind of think, oh, no big deal, no big deal. I should have listened sooner, you know. Mm -hmm. It was foolish, (laughs) really foolish. It was hard, though. 
Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. I think we get so caught up in like, I have to do this or else. And that's the mindset I had. It really was. Yeah. I think when you're in the mindset of, you know, I have to burn X amount of calories, I have to sweat in order to make it feel that I had a great workout. Otherwise it doesn't feel like you had a good workout, you know, and you have to get out of that mentality because there's so good from other forms of exercise um, that you're still doing good for your body. You just don't necessarily realize it. So that feel good just changes a little bit. Um, so what, what other um, situations have you been in, you know, as far as injuries go outside of your foot? Outside of the foot? Well, I've had um, two hernia repairs, abdominal hernia repair, abdominal hernia repairs. Wow. I can't talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know, I had it repaired once and I mean, I re-injured it. It wasn't necessarily because I didn't listen to my body. It was more or less because I tried to do a surgery that I probably should have done differently, I guess. Um, and I probably did rush it a little bit, but the second one, you know, it set me back a little further that, and that was actually really recent. It was only six weeks ago. So just learning to exercise differently, um, move differently, <laughs> really. Yeah. And I mean, just all around, I think, um, you know, just listening to your body and, um, I think just making sure that you're making time for yourself too. It's, it's just so important to go get those things checked out. Don't push it off. Um, I'm religiously, um, I do this all the time, but I'm so quick to tell somebody else to go to the doctor. But when something's wrong with me, I don't make the time to do it. Are you guys like that? For sure. Yes. I yell at my yeah. husband all the time. And then he's like, why didn't you go? I'm like, well, don't worry about that. <laughs> it's easy to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've done something similar and, and, and I really did have to learn the hard way. Um, and I'm kind of embarrassed to admit it because it, I did have that mindset. I was a runner for a long time and, and I had to run a certain amount each week and I had to run at a certain pace and it, and it was, it was just what I did. And I, and I did it really not even for physical as it was physical and mental, you know, you just, you guys, you know, anybody who's a runner or, or, you know, you just know what you get from that. And I had an injury. It was just, it was just small. It was minor. It was like a little shin splint and it was like, just rested for a couple weeks and you can get back. But I would push through and I ended up with a stress fracture and I ended up in a boot. And then I was, I was teaching classes and I was wearing a boot and I just what I wouldn't, it was like, I just wouldn't do what I needed to do. And I think it's, it's, I think we have a fear sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. you, you get to a certain place and you, you feel like you're fit and you're healthy and you don't want to take two steps back. And I took way more than two steps back because I put myself out of commission. And, and, but I will say it after that, I'm very, very careful. And I can be in the middle of, of a class or a workout. And if I feel something and it doesn't feel right, I know right then, Hey, you know what? these jumping jacks are just about to become, you know, step outs because I'm not doing it. I'm just, I'm just not going to take the chance, but mm -hmm. it, it was a, it was a long road to get to that mentality, but it's made a difference. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I can relate to that with running. I got to a point where I was doing so many high impact workouts, um, whether I was doing body attack, I was doing grit, you know, I was running, training mm -hmm. for the half marathon and you know, you have to get these miles in like you were just saying, Gina, and yep. the pressure's on you because you have so many weeks leading up to that race. So started having ankle issues and it, every time I would run a mile or two miles into my run, I'd have ankle pain so bad. It would almost bring me to my knees and mm -hmm. I had to walk 
And so I told myself, oh, my body's just not warmed up. My body's just not warmed up. So I just need to walk. I just need to walk just for a couple seconds, stretch a little bit more. And then the pain would just go away. Um, or my foot was just so numb <laughs> from yeah. that, pain that you push through it. And then it ultimately does more damage, you know? So oh, yeah. it's, it's like exactly what you said. I, you don't want to push yourself to the point where you have to be in a boot or, or worse. Right. You know? Just to listen yeah. to your body. I think we're all guilty of that. Um, oh, yeah. For sure so we are. For oh. sure we are. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. I was just, you know, I think it's hard as you age to not push yourself hard in the way that you want to and to adapt to other types of workouts, whether that's, you know, utilizing the pools. We have warm water pools. We have cold water pools within the Y. Um, taking time to stretch. <laughs> Everyone, we know this. We've been in the fitness industry for over 20 years, well, however long, you know what I mean? For all of us combined, we know what to do, but we just don't do it. We don't yeah. take time all the time. And now you're, you're forced to because of these injuries almost, you know? Yeah, I, I think that's so true. And, and I, I definitely know that that as I've gotten older, and I am the oldest one here in this conversation. So I'm 56 years old, and I've been active my whole life. And I'm used to hit classes and, and everything high intensity and high impact. And in the last three years, I have changed everything because I could go do a hit class right now and make it high impact and high intensity. Um, but I will pay for it dearly tomorrow. And, and it's just not worth it to me anymore. And I've had to learn that it can still be high intensity and lesser impact, low impact. And so I, that's what my workouts look like now. And is it the same as when I was 10 years younger? No, it's not, but it's definitely better for my body. And the same thing, just like you said, Melissa, with stretching flexibility, I used to just be, it was that thing you just didn't add in, you know, yoga, stretch, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm going to go run. I'm going to go instead. And now it's like, Oh, can I, I'm going to do yoga today. I want to do yoga. I, I need it. You know? So it's just, and that really is a lesson in just in, lear, in learning to listen to your body because it really does tell you what you need to know. Hey, you need to stretch more. You need to stop jumping so much. <laughs> you know, just sometimes it's hard to, to accept what it's telling you, but it's usually telling you for all the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Lynn, what would you um, recommend to our listeners would be some great exercises or stretches um, that they should incorporate to prevent injuries? I mean, I think the biggest thing is making sure you're doing a proper warm-up for sure. You know, dynamic warm-ups. I think we tend to forget that. I mean, I used to run on all the time myself and, you know, I'd be like, oh, I'm just, I'll warm up with the first mile. And well, you know, that's not the greatest warm-up. <laughs> um, right. I think we tend to forget, you know, just basic movements almost, you know, just marching in place, moving your body, getting those joints loose. Um, it's very easy just to be like, oh, I'm just going to go gun ho because I have this much time. Mm -hmm. And you have to make that time for that warm up. Um, stretching is so important. Foam rolling. I mean, if you don't foam roll, foam roll. <laughs> it yeah. makes a huge difference. I mean, I mean how much uh, foam rollers are super cheap nowadays. I mean, you oh, can get them yeah. even at Walmart, right? I mean, you don't have to go yeah. to a sporting goods store, but you could go to Walmart. What are they like 10, 15 bucks? I think I paid $12 at Myers. My nephew actually asked for one for Christmas <laughs> because oh, really? he's an athlete. Yeah. I mean, I, they see, I mean, he's seen, you know, he's like, Oh, I don't want to end up like you. I was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks bud. <laughs> I've even, I mean, you guys have ever shopped at Aldi, you know, how Aldi always has like the, oh, yeah. 
things that they, you know, once in a while have um, in that one aisle where it's just random stuff. But I actually yeah. have a foam roller uh, that vibrates different, you know, <laughs> settings at Aldi. And it was like 15 bucks and it's the best thing ever. I mean, it's yeah. just to have at home and you know how you don't want to make time for yourself to stretch or to like do that muscle mm -hmm. recovery. Um, so do it while you're watching TV at night, you know, and oh, that's yeah. when, when I do that, I, I have, obviously I have a COVID puppy, like everybody else in the world. <laughs> I get down on the ground and play with her a little bit, but, um, and snuggle with her, but then I'm also watching my show and multitasking, right? Moms, we're all yeah. multitasking all the time, but anyways, yeah. I'm stretching a little bit and, and using that foam roller. That's, um, I think that's so important. You just made me go off on a tangent because you mentioned that. <laughs> So. <laughs> no, no, I mean, that's the truth, though. That's when I do it. I watch, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'll sit down and watch The Voice and I'll foam roll. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Otherwise, there's times where I'm just not going to do it and I know I should. I think we forget that. And then we're like, oh, why is this sore or why am I stiff? And yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's important. I have a tennis ball right next to my bed. And when I get up in the morning um, or sometimes before I go to bed, I'll just kind of see how my feet are feeling. And I might give them a quick roll or a lot of times before I get into bed, I just it just feels good. And it's kind of a nice way to relax <laughs> things before you're ready to call it a day. Yeah. I think people too, you forget when you do, when you're doing a warm up, you're preparing your body to exercise for what workout you're going to do. Right. Right. Um, and a lot of times people don't even warm up the right way. They're not right. even up the muscle groups that they, they should be, um, to prevent injury. And so I think just to be conscious of, you know, thinking that through before you start, but, and also too, going back to making time and, and working hard, you know, those, um, those high impact type of workouts, a lot of times they're like 45 minutes, an hour. If you're mm -hmm. running and training for a race, I mean, you're looking at an hour, maybe two hours, depending on what your mileage is going to be that day. And you just want to get it done. So you just don't make time to properly mm -hmm. warm up. And so right. and you don't have to work out for an hour, you know, or 45 minutes. It's like even just 20 minutes, um, getting that in in a day just makes such a difference. Yeah, um, it really does. It, it really does make a huge difference. And I, you're exactly right. There's people who, who do, they, they train so hard and for so long and, and you have to learn that, Hey, you can still get so much out of it and you don't have to, I hate to say it, but really like kill yourself in the process, you know, yeah. you can, you can pull back a little bit and it's still so beneficial. And sometimes the, the pulling back is the beneficial part because your body just, it doesn't want to do that anymore. There's just things that we do that, you know, and I, I say it all the time. Like I don't, I don't try to squat as heavy as I can possibly squat. I used to, I, you know, it was like, Oh, how can I add five pounds? Can I add 10 pounds this week or whatever? And, and now it's like, I don't need to be able to lift what, you know, my body weight, someone my size isn't going to climb on my back and I'm going to have to carry them somewhere probably, but I do want to be able to, you know, bend down, pick things up, put things on the shelf, go, you know, mess around outside, do, do things. You know, I want to be able to have that functional fitness. That's so much more important to me now as I get older and just living life pain-free and, and, and being able to move. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just kind of a different mindset. I know. It is, and it's hard to adapt and change, right? So, mm -hmm. Lynn, um, how how long do you would you recommend would be a good time to hit for a proper warm up, and then also just that that stretching at the end too? I mean, or I guess in my third question, I'm throwing a lot at you right now. But, <laughs> um, you know, if you are 
um, taking a couple days at, throughout your week to work in flexibility, or maybe that's yoga or that rest time, you know, what, what does that schedule look like? Would you say that's, you know, three days a week, two days a week? I guess it depends on what your goals are. Um, you know, each person's different, but let's start with a proper time for stretching. <laughs> I would definitely say proper warm up time, at least five to eight minutes. I mean, it's very easy to just to go, Oh, let me hurry up and do this real quick. Five to eight minutes. You know, you want to make sure the muscles are warm. The joints are loosened up. Your heart rate's slowly getting up. You know, you don't want your heart rate to skyrocket when you're warming up right away. You know, um, again, it goes back to that mindset. It's functional fitness, right? We yeah. need to be functional. Um, and there's such a difference minutes. too, between like a dynamic warm up, right. Yeah. And the traditional warm up. And yeah. I think like we were saying earlier, but just preparing your body for the workout itself. Yeah. So important. Take that in heat. Yes, for sure. Like if you're going to do upper body workout day, you know, you don't want to just be doing squats and lunges for a warm up Cause that's not really focusing on what you're doing that day. Yeah. Um, really yeah. think about what you're doing, prepare yourself, warm up at least five to eight minutes. So you don't injure yourself. Um, and make sure you're not working out you know, lifting weights back to back every day. I think we get in that mindset again of, I need this, I need this, I need this. You know, I lift weights only three days a week and that's plenty for me. Mm -hmm. My body feels better doing that versus teaching, you know, 20 classes a week because we're not made to do that. We're human. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would yeah. you say the same for um, your cool down then? Same as the warm up? I would say the same or at least a little bit more. Um, you need to make sure you first get your heart rate down properly. You don't want to, you know, do burpees and then hurry up and try to stretch out on the floor because you're just not going <laughs> to feel well. <laughs> But slowly let your heart rate come down, you know, end with a easier exercise, let that heart rate come down a little bit and then really make sure you're stretching out well, very well. I mean, you want to incorporate stretches, you know, maybe a little foam rolling, um, maybe on your days you're not working out, include like yoga, body flow. I mean, there's so much stuff out there now. You know what I mean? We even have virtual yoga, so you have no excuse. <laughs> you can do it in your living room. Yes. Join Tasha on our virtual 815 on demand. So that's great. Yeah, that's a good idea. I've been trying to incorporate one day a week um, where I don't work out hard and it's just all like a recovery day. So it's either I'm stretching or I'm following yoga, um, you know, something of that nature, but I'm still mm -hmm. doing my foam rolling, you know what I mean? Throughout the week, but it's just like a 20 minute, 30 minute all out stretching, you know, that deep yeah. taking that time. So I think too, it's important to recognize a purely rest day is okay. You can have a day where you don't do anything. You know, it really is okay. And, and I, I sometimes feel my best after a full rest day. I, some, you have that guilt. I think we just feel like, oh, I can't miss a day because what if I, you know, you just have to get beyond that. Some days, you know, I, every week I have a day where I really don't, I, I usually will walk or something, but, but that's just a normal part of my routine, walking the dog or getting out. But a, a pure rest day where you just don't do anything. It, it's okay. It's okay to do that. Yeah. Give yourself some grace. <laughs> For sure. Definitely. <laughs> Especially now it's busy time of year. Um, yeah. And I, I, we do have a, a challenge going on right now. We're challenging people to 30 minutes of movement um, a day, but we say five days a week and we say that for a reason um, just because it, it's okay. Those rest days are good. Your body needs those too. Yeah. I think you'll need to schedule those rest days. I, I, I schedule my rest days now just because I know if I don't, I'll be like, well, I can go do this or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I make myself Thursdays and Sundays. I don't work out. I mean, I might take the dog for a walk or 
you know, mm-hmm. move, but I, I don't do any type of strenuous activity. And mm-hmm. it actually makes me feel better. Oh yeah. I, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yes. I know. Well, in summary then, so if I, some takeaways, we talked about obviously listening to your body, um, <laughs> right? Making sure that you're um, properly warming up, taking that time for warm up. And I think the importance of a rest day or um, just taking that time out to make sure that you're stretching properly, whether that's yoga. Um, we threw out some ideas from where to go get a foam roller. <laughs> no excuses. They're not 20, 25 bucks there. You can find them even for 10. So go do that. Mm-hmm. Amazon. Yeah. Gina with her tennis ball. That's yeah. Would you say next to your nightstand? <laughs> yeah. It's right next to my bed. I've got, I've, there's three of them. I've got other things. I've, <laughs> three of them. I have like, they, they make a special wait, little ball. That, wait, that's we gotta go for, back. What do you mean three? Why do you need three? Well, no, I have, I have different times. So, and I actually, I, so I'm a Marshalls and a TJ Maxx shopper. And so they have a nice little fitness area too. And you can always find foam rollers there. You can find yoga mats there. And sometimes you find little things that look like they might feel good on your feet. And I have, so I have a little, a little nubby ball and then I have a roller like a roller stick so I've got an assortment of yeah of, of feet feet rolling devices next to my bed I know that's it's awesome crazy. it's crazy everyone's yeah. gonna go on a shopping spree after this <laughs> yeah one one last takeaway too I would say just just I can't emphasize it enough never push through pain even if you have the pain and it kind of goes away for a while, pay so such close attention to that because that will set you back so quick and so far. Just don't push through pain. Pull back, listen to your body for sure. Yes. Yeah, for sure. All right. My last question is around Christmas for you. So what is your favorite Christmas movie, Lynn? Elf. <laughs> Elf, that's the easiest answer. <laughs> that's a funny one. I love that one. I love Elf. I, I don't know. It's just, it's a great movie. My kids love it. I think that's just like the one movie we can sit down and we can watch it so many times and we just, it's still funny. And it's, it's just, it's a cute Christmas movie. Yes. Yeah. Gina, you it said is. you had, um, this is like a big debate, right? In your it's a big debate in my household and we never agree. So my favorite Christmas movie is Love Actually. And it's kind of hokey and, and it's like a romantic comedy and my kids give me such grief because they just think it's the dumbest movie ever. They won't watch it with me, but yet my husband's favorite movie is Christmas Vacation and we will watch that every single year from start to finish and it's you know it's it's hokey and silly and that's a perfectly acceptable Christmas movie in in my household, but Love Actually is not and it's it's my all-time favorite and if anybody listening has never watched it, they should. <laughs> I don't think I've watched it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'll watch it, Gina. Lynn, <laughs> Melissa, what's your favorite? My favorite is A Christmas Story. Um, yeah. I love watching that one with my kids just because, you know, it's, I think it's just hilarious and corny. All <laughs> it is. That's <laughs> a good one. Day, you know, but I, it's, it's always fun. And I, I love the part where the child, um, the kid puts his tongue on the pole and, you know, it's like he gets he double dog dare. And then another <laughs> kid is like, I triple dog dare you. And he just, my kids are always like, I, I think I would do it. I think I would definitely do it. I mean, he would not, he would not do it if someone dog dared you. So, oh, that's funny. So right. funny. Well, thanks for tuning in. And um, Lynn, thanks for joining us today and sharing a little bit 
about yourself and just some tips for all of us to listen to our bodies a little bit more. So yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.